All right. Who's our waifu for tonight? Otome. Otome game. Oh, okay. What was her last name? Klaus. 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 K-L-A-U-S, I think? C-L-B-L-A-U-S-E. Right? Oh, okay. U-E-S. No, Klaes. C-L-A-E-S. Welcome to Weebs Without Waifus, where we talk about anime and anime-adjacent things, and where loyalty means nothing. I'm your host, Noah. And I'm your other host, Ryan, and today we have our first guest, our good friend, Other Ryan, who will be known as Shiki. Hey, how are we doing, guys? All right, so today we're talking about the summer 2021 anime season and how little of it I've actually consumed so far and what everybody else is either currently watching, plans to watch, etc. Why don't we start with Ryan? What are you watching this season? What What am I not watching this season is the better that, question. That, that would be a better yeah. list at this point. We should probably go in a slightly different order. Right? So let's go small, medium, large here, actually, because then I can just add on to what you guys are watching. <laughs> okay. So, I... you know what? You're Mr. What? Two shows? Shiki's got six-ish. Yeah. I've got 18, 19. <laughs> so... Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it was that long of a list. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna mention everything. Yeah, I guess my list of shows that I have watched is pretty short at this point. I've watched... Actually, I've watched a couple of random episodes of Beastars Season 2, even though I haven't watched the first season of Beastars. Right. That's um, a problem. <laughs> it's it's a little bit of a problem. My, my girlfriend's watching it, and she was watching it while here, so I sat in on it, so... I don't think I got spoiled anything too bad, but I, I did actually like it. Now that season two's out on Netflix, I can actually go back and binge it all. And last week it got uh, Studio Orange, the studio behind it, tweeted out that new arc is going to be animated in the near future. Oh yeah, they, yeah I saw that they got more. Yeah, I didn't, we don't know if it's going to be a full season or a set of OVAs. It just says Beastars next arc being animated. <laughs> Has I Netflix would... ever actually released a set of OVAs? For any yep. of their, their... Uh, I mean, Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, that was... okay. uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn is technically a set of OVAs. I consider that more of a set of theatrical releases. I mean, it's seven individual things. So, yeah. yes, but okay. no. It's, uh, they're classified as an OVA. All right. Under um, most generalizations well that's cool i'll still probably also take the time to binge watch all of that sometime in the upcoming months but yeah so far i've watched a little bit of that which i don't really count oh, I yeah, watched... it's released this season or at least last year in japan <laughs> yeah and um, it's new it's new to america this season thanks american netflix yeah. I, I consider it kind of part of the summer season mostly due to coincidence but, but yeah other than that I, I watched the first episode of Girlfriend, which is shaping up to be a uh, dumpster fire speed run of harem anime. Fun it's ridiculous. Uh, and also very cute. I actually really like the art style for that show. The only thing I don't like about that show is when the vocals kick in in the opening. Holy shit, does that grade my ears. I kind of zoned out for that. I don't remember if I if it was bad or not, but I'm gonna pay attention next time. I like I like the music for it when it starts up and the animation's cute for it, and then the vocals kick in, and I'm like, "Someone please stab a pen through my ear." Yeah, and then the other show shows that I'm watching are Kobayashi season two, Dra Dragon Maid season two, and the whatever the Mahoka spinoff is called. I forget the full title. The Honor. Student honor at student. Magic High, the honor at Magic High. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be watching that. And then Love Live, was it Superstar? Yeah. I think Superstar, Superstar is the current season. Yeah. I'll be picking that up, but I'm going to wait until the Olympics are done to probably binge the first couple episodes there. Yeah. We'll let, we'll let Shiki do most of the discussion here when it comes to Superstars. He's our local Love Live expert. Yeah. You can say that. That's yeah. Correct. Local prisoner of Idle Hell. Oh yeah, I'm a Dunson. You can say we're that. we're all residents. He's the warden. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Sorry, I mean, you, did, you did drag me residents. into it. We're not residents. We're inmates. We're He's yeah. the warden. We're, we're inmates, and Shiki definitely is the one who drugged me in there. I mean, the, newest, the newest like few episodes of uh, Two Year Eternity when he gets tricked on that boat. That's me. I'm tricking you guys all on the boat. 
Mm, yes, jokes come here where we have cute idols. Jokes oh, yeah. on you. This is a prison island. Haha. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. But hey, do we get a tournament arc at least? Yeah. Hey, oh, true. Technically, you could say all of Love Live is a tournament arc because they're competing in the Love Live to win it. Not in Niji. Not in Niji. Besides Niji. But <laughs> Niji's, yeah. Niji's not canon to the main story timeline anyway, though. I guess, technically, yeah. Is Love Live technically a sports anime? You in the same way that Keijo is, yes. I don't know. I don't. I feel like being an I mean, idol isn't I really guess treated would... as a sport, whereas Keijo ass fighting is actually treated as a sport. Actually, it's treated as racing. So. I mean, it'd be as much of a sports <laughs> anime as any like music performance, like competition anime goes. So, like, it doesn't necessarily no, follow the sports anime football. anime formula. Yeah. It's got a it's a regional scene, and then it's got you got to yeah. win your region to make it to nationals, basically, mm -hmm. which is the love life. So. It's got some aspects of it, but you know what? It does. Yeah, actually, it does. I think it straight up is a sports anime. You can consider it by a loose definition, especially like OG is definitely the one that could be the most considered like a sports anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that they definitely because like they have the same like arc where they like lose, on their on some intermediate goal, and then they like overcome that, and that's like totally a sports anime things. Okay, boys, save for the Love Live episode. I'm sure we'll have. <laughs> oh yeah we can go sure. we can go into the deeper discussions of is love live a sports anime how to create a how to make the community hate us how to enlighten the community there we go there That's we go culture wait no we're not talking about that either shit all right <laughs> so that's your slate of shows that you're it might expand but probably yeah. not all right so that's what i got on my belt right now do we want to talk about carryovers at all or no uh, yeah, why don't you end with them, and I'll discuss them okay. with you heading right. into my list. So, the three new things I'm currently watching right now. Oh, I guess there is only... Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess Slime's the carryover, even though it's not. So yeah. there's Slime, Season 2 Part 2, Season 2 of Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, a Season 2 of Villainous, and then Love Live, Superstar, are the things that so far I'm watching that aren't, you know, carryovers from last season. And the carryovers I'm watching are My Hero, of course, and then Two Year Eternity. I those believe those are the only two carryovers that both of us are watching. Yeah, probably. And then a th few things on my radar that I haven't started yet. Jahi, but that hasn't even started yet, so I couldn't have started it yet. Jahi uh, starts this weekend, though! Oh, is it Saturday or Sunday? Uh... Jahi is August 1st, so it's Sunday Japan oh, okay, cool. time, so it might be Saturday night for us. Okay. I'm probably going to watch that, too. Yeah, it looks super cute. And then Sunny Boy, I'm probably going to check out. And yeah, then, Sunny, Sunny Boy looks fun. And then Remake, I think I'm going to check out as well. Oh, Remake good. Yeah, because as soon as you compared it to Real Life, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. I probably want to check that out because I really enjoyed Real Life. I think that was a really good show. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a relatively basis, baseless uh, assumption there, but from what I know about Relife, it's mm -hmm. wholesome-y, guy gets a chance to go back and just redo a handful of things that ended up resulting initially in him not having the best quality of life, and I could easily trace this back to a certain point, and Remake Our Life does the exact same thing. It's probably my favorite new IP of the season so far. I guess that'll head starting into my list. I guess I'll start with my carryovers to tie into Ryan there. So I am also watching the second season of Slime, part two. Uh, Two-year eternity, which we've already mentioned what happens so far in the carryover section. And uh, what else is there? My hero, so happy that it has progressed past the classroom battles are yeah but now they're doing weirdly like placed filler episodes and it's like yeah they did one of those yeah so. they just kind of like mess with the pacing yeah just that, kinda, like thrown in there that shot its momentum in the foot and... that yeah that so that was totally like a movie setup thing right yeah i definitely I feel, feel like, like it's setting up for world mission yeah i think that's the title of yeah, it's like, oh, remember this This stuff's out here, guys. Remember this stuff? And then it's probably going to be the plot of the movie. Yeah, I like when they did... I like that they brought back the characters 
that they did for it. Yeah, you know, it was nice to get like Selkie and yeah, make the world feel more. It doesn't revolve directly just around the students at UA, even though the rest of the show makes it feel like it really does. Yeah. So yeah, there is these other people doing their thing every day. Yeah. Still, this universe still. I actually happen. appreciate that because that's one of the issues I have with My Hero Academia is that it's extremely focused on like the set of cast, which most shows do that. But like the world itself is so interesting. Yeah. That I, I bet we're going to get a spinoff of My Hero. I, I mean, they could animate Vigilantes. Like, yeah, they could just animate Vigilantes, which takes another. It follows us the story of another guy who likes All Might. I don't think he likes him to the same degree uh, degree as Deku, but is anybody? Nope, nobody. <laughs> Deku is the biggest All Might stan and sim. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's not forget that he also has All Might's strand in yeah, him. For but, sure. But no, I really liked when they did the first episode with Selkie because that was turning a single panel from the manga. Yeah, into a whole episode. Into an entire episode. And I'm and like, also, and that one contextually made sense because it was when they were all doing their internships. So yeah, it was like, just okay, oh, here's was... here's Ropey's internship. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I like to see yeah. the old character that's not focused on. It's awesome. But Yeah. But then they're like, hey, we're gonna do the same thing with the new hero work, mm -hmm. but we're gonna throw it after the first episode of Todoroki, Bakugo, and Deku going to Endeavors. Yeah, if they would agency, have started that an episode before, it would have flowed yeah. a lot better. If it would have been the episode in between the two, it would have worked out just fine. Mm -hmm. But they shoehorned it in a weird spot. Yeah. And it really killed my vibe. We got a new Man with a Mission song, so... I like it. That's I'll take that. Thing. Yeah, merry-go-round good. I, I like it, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt on it initially, but overall, it's fun. I like it. What else is on my list worth talking about? I guess I'll run through my entire list. We've got How the Realist Hero, I Rebuilt the Kingdom. Sum it up in two sentences, a couple short phrases. Amagi Brilliant Park-esque, but Kanye's not an asshole. And you have Saber Lily as uh, best girl. Remake Our Life is real life s guys in a set of dead-end jobs gets slammed in his face goes downhill gets picked back up gets slammed right back down gets a chance to do it all a say ray gensoki spirit chronicles this show's not good yeah was it is it just like generic kind of what's your preliminary rating four oh wow. Ooh. Ooh. four episodes in i'm giving it a four so far. It's super generic isekai. Oh yeah, I'm reading the synopsis, boy. Yeah, that yeah, is. yeah. The funniest thing is, it's like mid episode two, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this kid's going in. He's like eight, starting already form a little mini harem because he's got this teacher that's cool with him and she's eight because she's just a fucking genius the princess that he saved the life of is cool then you have the princess's sister who's just an extreme tsundere towards him she's, she's thankful that he saved her but doesn't want to show it as being a little bitch to him and i'm like okay there's gonna be a time skip this kid's gonna turn into kirito time skip happens kid says his first two words and my jaw hits the floor as I'm laughing because I'm like, ha, that's Kirito's fucking voice actor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I hit the nail on the head there. And yeah, no, this does really check all like the generic boxes. We got a magic school. We have just the teleport to another world. We have some revenge action. Yeah, we got everything. The best thing that happens is how they all died because they just show the bus getting hit by the train and you watch that thing roll like four times. <laughs> so it was a team effort, bus coon and train coon. Yeah. I do like its ending though. I do really enjoy Elderflower. It's the name of the song, I think. It's the a, ending. It, it's agree. That's that's Ayumu's voice actress. It's a, it's well, a love live well. say you. <laughs> Dude, and Agri's awesome. I love Agri. I hate that she's stuck with Ayumu. Great view. Ay Ayumu sucks. 
Agri is great. Say you good. Yes, Agri is great. Agupan, big Agupan fan. She's great. The uh, Otome game season two. Do we want to discuss a little bit of Otome game without spoiling too much for Noah Ryan? Yeah, please yeah, don't spoil can. it for me. Yeah, Otome game picks up right where it left off. Uh, first episode, what? School festival? Yep, school festival. Yeah, we're not going to spoil anything there, but just general fun, having a good time. Stuff gets stuff gets a little kinky in ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> very, it's very fun. It's not sexual kinks, but everyone starts to show what their sexual kinks would be. <laughs> and then we get a direct conflict to start the season yeah, like, off. Well, and, very, very end of episode two is when it already starts, right? Yeah, it's episode two's been like just before the yeah. end scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, starts it's good. off there. Yeah, like as much as I did enjoy the build up and everything in season one, it did take a while for it to get into gear. So it's nice that we can go like right into season two and it just hits the ground running and just keeps going. Yeah, we didn't have a real conflict in season one until the last arc, really. I'd say that the them getting trapped in the book was conflict i guess that episode or when katarina was lost in the little maze that gave you a conflict and he starting to see the impeding leading of dark magic leading yeah. to the finals yeah they were like the breadcrumbs to the actual conflict yeah it, it set up it was good setup yeah, for what it was, it was yeah. and a good resolution it picks up with some fun and then gets thrown right into a solid a solid scenario for season two Mm-hmm. I love how Katarina is so dumb that she's smart. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. It's, it's so good. <laughs> like She's a like, great character. She's really good. I, I have one thing to say, though, and it might be move over Ichika. You might ha- we might have a new candidate for densest harem MC in the world. <laughs> so dense. Yo, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> really oh. He still thinks everybody is like just being nice to her out of like obligation. It's like, oh yeah, no, nope. Yeah. They all want you. Mike, they all want some of that <laughs> royal isekai tuchi. Does she still think that they're out to kill her or get no, her? No, she knows that she like cleared the death flag. She's like aware okay. of, and she's celebrated that. But you know, she doesn't yeah, think they don't want to kill her anymore. But. She thinks that they're all basically just, oh, because, you know, we're royalty and all this stuff. We're just all being nice. Like, and yeah. we're all just really good friends. Friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I gotta say, the best romance in this show so far, though, this season goes to Alan and Mary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan and Mary bromance is strong. Very strong. Oh. And I, think, I think they're all both. I think Mary knows what Alan means, but I don't think Alan knows what Mary means. Yeah, but. I think he's getting starting to pick oh, up the pieces. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he's fully put one and one together to make two. I think he's put two and two together to make fish, not four, almost. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All the characters are really good. Girlfriend. I ended up <laughs> loving Girlfriend, Girlfriend so far. It is the dumpster fire. We haven't even get to, gotten to potentially best girl yet, because we haven't gotten to best voice actress yet in this show. She's had four lines, and she doesn't get introduced in the manga even until chapter four, and we're sitting at, like, 14 chapters per, like, couple of episodes. Is so we're the... probably not going to reach her until the middle of the season. Is it the Where blonde we... or the white-haired girl? I mean, white-haired girl. Okay. You see about? her in the first episode, but yeah, you don't no, you her. see her, but she hasn't been introduced properly yet. What'd you say, Ryan? You say so, Rie Takahashi's. Yeah, Rei Tak Takahashi. Okay. Yeah, we haven't got to her character yet. The blonde is fucking hilarious in the manga, and she's only been briefly introduced. Hmm. I guess episode four is her big introduction. I might have to check this out too. Just I'm funny. probably going to show a lot because I really liked Aho Girl. And yeah, this same is author, right? yeah, yeah, it's it's the same author. Yeah, this is the same mangaka that did Aho Girl. Mm, I check it out. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Like, it's not domestic girlfriend dumpster fire fun, but it's just, I don't know, really know what to compare it to. I, there's not really anything to compare it to. It's got like the same energy, like the ADHD energy of Aho Girl with an MC that like just, I don't think he can hold back saying anything. Oh, no. Uh, at all. Chicky, 
Here's another yep. thing that might sell you on it. You remember NASA Yuki? Yeah. Yeah, you remember when NASA went crazy with all of his declarations and was, like, turned up to 120? Yeah. Yeah, that's MC the entire time, and it's the same voice actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah our like... friend Kevin, Kevin was, our friend Kevin's telling us about, telling me about it. He's, I'm going to check this out, but I need your opinion on it first, because I need to know if they nail the character portrayal at least for the MC, the correct way. And he didn't give me any more than that. And I'm like, okay. So I started messaging him as I was watching it. And I'm like, this guy said like four words and made a very loud and out there declaration immediately. And I'm like, I can, I'm like 99% sure that's the guy who voices NASA from Tony Kaku Kawhi. And he's, so he looks it up as I'm watching. He's like, it is. And I'm like, it's just like him when he is turned up and going nuts about yeah. whatever he's going nuts about. But that is MC of Kanojo 24-7. Like, I don't think this guy has an easygoing mode. Yeah, it's it's good. Plus all of the girls, at least the first two that we've been introduced, they're like, they're super cute. And the redhead is like Saki is hilarious. She's hilarious. She's a tsundere, but only yeah. She's a, she's a very violent tsundere. Yeah, yeah, more violent than like like tsundere. tiger levels of violent. More she might, violent. She might be almost chitoge levels of violent. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it's always nice when you have like a harem and the whole ensemble. Or, oh, I like yeah. you. Oh, I like you. Oh, you're good too. It's yeah, always good but... when all the girls are good instead of having two like weak ass characters that had to get more spotlight and what's great is that all of the girls are probably going to win yep that is simultaneously the, the worst and best thing that a harem author can do <laughs> there are no losers in this show except for the viewer here's my synopsis on harems that don't have winners all harem stories are cuckold stories whether it's a character because there's a winner and a loser, or it's the reader slash watcher because nobody wins in the show. <laughs> then we get cucked. We could get cucked by like the same, but most good harem shows end up with a terrible decision anyway. Unless Look you're at Unless you're Bokobin and then you got a story yeah. arc for each character. Mm -hmm. Separate endings. There you go. Yeah. But I look at Nisekoi, which I guess no, hasn't been animated, but the manga has a shit ending. Yeah. And then you have the Quintuplets manga, which has a shit ending. Well, not necessarily the ending is bad, but like the character that wins is like, really? Wait, please, no spoils. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not spoiling for that one because I know you want to read that. Ori Emo has quite possibly one of the worst endings of any anime ever. I don't know what you're talking about. The 10 years after counseling Dojin is great. Wait, god. what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh god. It's not a bad one. It's not a bad one, but... That's the true end. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm curious now. I can get you some numbers later. Oh boy. I'm sorry, you brought the show up. I had to go there. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, so what else are you watching, Ryan? Or is that the last thing? Oh, is that the last thing? I've, I've, I've already forgotten how many you've said. One, two, three, four. I've got plenty more. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Dungeon Black Company is a former neat real estate Mongol neat that just was great at real estate. Be a real estate and a neat like you're not employed. He's got just yeah. He's like. He, he became a real estate Mongol, so he could become a neat, basically. Okay. Yeah, going like for the early he, retirement. Yeah, he's basically owns, like, three major skyscrapers of apartments in Japan and has oh, built wow. his penthouse in the biggest one of the three, and he's just living off rent money. Oh, okay. I, that makes sense. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out he's talking shit about how he's living the good life. Ends up getting isekai into working in a mine that is mining for precious materials in this new world. 
and that's how he gets a job. And he's trying to figure out how to make it back to his neat life. He befriends the level three boss, who's Dragon, who can transform into, as per usual... A hot anime girl? Rel- relatively attractive hot anime girl, yes. Nice. Who, who can change her body proportions. Nice. Uh, as found out in the newest episode. He befriends this lizard man. And they start doing some nefarious things and trying to undercut the company that they're working for. Nice. Trying to make it big themselves. And so far, it's been very interesting. Next on my list is uh, Peach Boy Riverside. I expected going into this that this was just going to be some hack and slash bullshitty, just bad show. I was like 70% right. Yeah. (laughs) It is a hack and slash show but i'm actually slightly by the story demons are invading the country there's a whole story about something with the peach that i don't fully i understand how it goes but it's hard to explain because it's japanese rhyming and rhythmics that i don't fully understand how to how do i first can repeat yeah That's, that's the word i'm looking for recite there we go but it basically tells the story of there was a man and a woman lived up in the mountains and a peach from their tree fell into the river and floated downstream and a boy ate it and gained immense non-human strength. And there's two characters that have it now that have this strength that one of them knows they do and knows how to use it and the other one doesn't. So that's cool. They're ogres, not demons, too. I guess that makes it. I, I just remember that. Not matter in fact, to be honest, but it's there. Uh, Superstar, we covered. Ryan covered that. The detective is already dead. Oh, you told me about uh, that one. It's your favorite show this season, right? Yeah, it's definitely my biggest disappointment of the season through four episodes. <laughs> three episodes? Three episodes that I've seen so far. There's four out. Double length first episode. I'm like, okay, cool. That's You know what a detective story needs? A good mystery? detective story needs? Mystery. mystery. Yeah, mystery. The, uh, the first three episodes, definitely the first two episodes, do a really, really shitty job at that. Episode one gives you, like, 70% of the information you would need to solve this and doesn't give you a chance to actually figure it out yourself because our legendary detective siesta has all of the info that you're missing and already knew everything before anything happened therefore eliminating the viewer's opportunity to know anything or guess anything to make their own draw their own conclusion and then you get the oh she's dead that's the end of episode one And then episode two starts, and you're like, huh, who's this new girl? Oh, she just, you find out there's a time skip. It's been four years. A siesta died one year ago during that four-year span. And then you get a girl who had a heart transplant. Anybody want to take a guess on when this girl had a heart transplant? I thought it was from the chick that died three years ago. It, it was the girl oh, who died my, one year ago. Yes. Oh, <laughs> boy. Angel. Angel, Angel Beats did it so much better, though. I don't even really find out until the last... Sorry, for everybody who hasn't seen Angel Beats, guys, Angel it's been Beats 15 like, years. Yeah, it's the 2010 or some shit. 2010. I'm like, it's been 11 years. I think we've reached the... That show We've might be one the of the like, most... limitations for Angel Beats. Yes, yes. But anyway, yeah, that... <laughs> There, there is no doubt that Angel Beats did it better. That's one of my favorite endings in all of anime. That was a good ending. Re- really brought me back in in the ending. I oh. lost my interest about yeah. I think I got, I got slow two thirds of the way through. I think for me, Angel Beats peaked with the Yui Hinata send-off. But that was definitely yeah. the best episode. Yeah. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, that was the episode that brought me back in. Ichibano Takarabano still by fucking making me cry, that song. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Angel Beats. Yeah. Tangent. <laughs> oh, tangents are fun. Yeah. Detective is already dead. The uh, the best thing about the detective is already dead is early in episode three, you get to meet the idol character. Ooh. And 
there, there's an idol girl. Okay. Yeah, my and uh, she needs something solved. But as part of her introduction, you get to look up at the big screen on the building next door because it's Japan and they got mm-hmm. their big screens outside. And Fubuki and Matsuri from Hollow Live doing a broadcast TV show about idols. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty funny. I didn't yeah, see that anywhere. Yeah, that I I don't know if I have the picture of it, so I'll send it to you if I do. I sent it God, to Kevin. Live girl that is sneaking into everything these days, huh? Yeah, we have that. We have Gura in a Taco Bell commercial. Good times. <laughs> Good stuff. We have uh this weekend we have Kiara doing an interview with one of the developers or the PR guys from Tales of Arise. Oh, cool. Yeah, and she's an official ambassador for that. If I was still unemployed, I could feel I could see myself being into Hole Alive, but I don't have the time. <laughs> yeah. I am a shrimp, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Detective is already dead, though. I really wanted to enjoy this show coming in, and needless to say, I am not. That sucks. But yeah, I don't drop shows, so... Oh, yeah, see, I don't have that kryptonite anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I have got a feeling that it could pick itself up, but mm. with how it's handled its first two, two and a half, three mysteries, not the best, not the best foot to uh, put forward. I forget, was this adapted from something or is this anime original? Parts of the first episode were anime original. It is initially a light novel. Okay. I wonder if the light novels are well regarded. Uh, everyone who's read the light novels says... Fiesta, the detective who is dead, main character, S-ish, half main character, fuck knows, I don't know yet. She isn't anything like she was in the anime. It's holding an 8 on my the light novel. Okay, mm. and the show is holding like a 7.3, I think. Yeah. Which is way higher than it deserves. Oh, definitely. It's, my opinion on it has been 5 at best. How could you already give a show? I don't know, I'm not gonna get into people... Frank, oh, wait, I'm on the light novel. Never mind. I withdraw I'm my like statement. I'm like, you're on the light novels, aren't you? Yeah, Where'd I was on the light novels, and I saw people giving it nine. So, like, how could you already get this at nine? Never mind. They haven't. Okay. So you want to know something that did start on a good foot, though, that I didn't expect to start on a great foot? Kageki Shoujo. It's a girl's theatrical stage play show. Oh, okay. Taisho era. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's That's cool. Yeah, it's. Girls get accepted into an exclusive school, except it's not like a high school. It's literally just a school dedicated to theater troupe, because you've got girls that are getting in the freshman class that are aged 16, 15, 16, 15 or 16, to girls that are like in their early to mid-20s getting in. Hmm, okay. And they do a prune down from like 4,000 applicants to 200 get a tryout to 40 total. Actually, I have to check this out. Awesome. And you focus on the two main girls. And you've got this country bumpkin who has great rhythm and everything, but she's a fucking giant and uncoordinated ish. But it's just because of her size. She doesn't necessarily work well in the the troop, but she's got a lot of promise, apparently. And you've got a former idol. And there are main two, their roommates, and their dynamic has been rather rocky so far. Which is a good thing for me, because yeah. it means you get to watch them grow together. And based on the opening, they do grow together. And based on all of the art for this. I had initially thought it was going to be some Yuri and some Yuri baiting. I yeah. don't think it's going that way. It might. I don't know. I'm perfectly okay either way. Honestly, I think it'd be better if it doesn't. And you just actually see a good budding friendship between them mm-hmm. grow. Yeah, that looks interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely started off stronger than I expected. And its mal score has actually indicated that as well i think after like episode one it had like a 6.7 something and now it's sitting up at a 7.2 or a 7.3 almost 
Like, it's definitely steadily climbed the last couple of weeks that I've checked. Next is the Mahoka spinoff, which is just Mahoka story based around Miyuki instead of Katsuya. It's got a slow first start, but once I feel like once we get into the sports festival arc, it'll be a lot better. Cheap pharmacy, starting a drugstore in a new world. Oh, yeah. That or was... in another world. On the list. It's cute. That's yeah, about maybe it. I won't watch it then. Oh, is that, ooh, oh, is that a six one six point one? Yeah. It's one of the lowest rated things so far. Yeah. It uses a lot of the same footage for some stuff, and I'm uh, like, eh, could do something a little different, but yeah, it's cute, but it's repetitive. So Yeah. It it does what it wants to, it does what it's supposed to. I'd say, yeah, six is fair for it. I just run into like a Senko-san situation. I'm like, this is all the same. Yeah, it's not at, it's not nearly as bad as Senko-san because the characters mm-hmm. actually are characters. Okay. And there's more of them. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually oh, yeah. playing off two people doing the same thing every episode. Yeah, it's not two people. to four people doing the same thing every episode. It's the three main characters interacting with other people in the town every episode. Yeah, that sounds. Cool. Each each episode is split into three sub episodes. Mm-hmm that most of the time intertwine a little bit, but it's definitely better than Senko-san. But it's not going to get rated as well as Senko-san because yeah. it doesn't have as good of animation. Because at least Dogakobo did a good job with Senko-san animation department and made mm-hmm. it look a lot better. My final show... Oh, no, never mind, I got two left. We've got Remain, Studio Mappa, trying their hand at a sports show. Water Polo! Oh, I think we talked about that. Yeah. That one could be pretty good. I like Mappa's stuff. Yeah, I've only watched the first two of three episodes that had a break for week three of the show, and I just haven't got around to watch episode three yet. Had a down week at one point. Yeah, Guy starts the show. He was one of Japan's top players in middle school. He's entering high school, and his family gets in a car accident. He wakes up with amnesia. Not Amnesia stories are either good or awful there's yeah. very little in between i feel like the way that they're handling this is rather good so far like he's come to the realization himself that everyone around him loved when he played and he wants to learn why he loved what he did and he's just feeling his way through to try to get back into it and he's doing it with a school that club had one member one second year member the year before when he goes into the new school. So he's got his gang of misfits and he's going to try and lead them to nationals and become the number one player in Japan again. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And the final thing that I am currently watching that hasn't been discussed yet is mother of the goddess dormitory. Yeah. Because I'm just a fan of some good old fashioned uncensored etchy trash yeah this is definitely part of that category oh yeah 100 percent. we start off 12 year old boy his father burns the house down runs away leaves him alone he's fending for himself on the streets and ends up getting taken in after some various etchy escapades gets taken to the trouble dorm on this all-women's campus college campus and he has become the dorm mother for the five girls. Yeah, the five girls that live there. And each of them has their own fetishy quirk. I'm like, you've got the pseudo-nudist who just walks around in just a pair of underwear and a lab coat. She's the scientist. You've got the cosplayer... You've got the hyper tomboy, and then you've got the spiritualist, like, spiritually powered, and then you've got the afraid of all men girl. Oh. Yeah. You got got most of your, you got your classic tropes, and then a couple refreshed ones, and apparently, according to the opening, I haven't met this character yet, but we have another girl that's, like, main character's age. 
that ends up like befriending him or something. I don't know. There's just another small girl and she doesn't look like the legal Wally type. She just looks like a child that's around the age of 12. <laughs> but she doesn't give off like the legal Wally vibe. So yeah. is main character still 12? Yes, main, main, char- 12. main character is 12. And he's getting lusted after. Not really. Is he just like falling into like etchy situations? Yes. He's trying to like do anything with yeah. him? Nobody's okay. trying to actively fuck him. Huh? Yeah. That works though. I, I just like episode two. You have girl who was afraid of men's awakening by getting called Onisa. Onichan. Onichan, yeah. Be, just being Onechan, Onesama. Just being called Big Sis just yeah. awakened something in her, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And then her skirt fell down. Mm. Oh. Yay. Classic. That's true. Yep. Hey, but you got some good TNA. I'm like, you start the show. The first panel of the show opens with four of the five main girls in the bathtub. <laughs> Nice. That's Perfect. a good start. That's, that's on high a, dive, isn't it? That's a, that's a yes. strong. That's a strong. All right, we'll add that to the will watch list. Yep, that's high dive. It's only going to be ten episodes. High dive airs its uncensored episode at the same time as its censored episode on Wednesdays. Good stuff for trash. Yeah, much like Ryan. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying like. And Etchy needs like that good strong starting episode. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Etchy like like a, the only, the one that always jumps to my mind is the first episode of Monster Musume. That start is crazy, and you pretty yeah. much have Mia like pretty much fucking the MC and like coming. Like <laughs> that's pretty much the start of the show. It's like oh okay. I yeah, but once you start, once you, I've tried to watch that show twice, <laughs> not because I want to, but because other people have wanted to watch it while I was there. And I can never make it past the third episode with, with the bird. Poppy? Not a Poppy fan? You don't like that, the popsicle scene? Uh, the problem that I have with that is that she's got the brain of a bird. She's she dumb as shit. Dumb as fuck. Noah, I haven't made it past the third episode either. Oh. But that was because of a lot of alcohol. <laughs> but that's because <laughs> I was hammered off my ass. Well, that's a we better excuse. Yes. To be fair, to be fair, we made a drinking game every time we saw something like. <laughs> yeah, every time we saw titties or panty shots or ass in general, that was. I like how you were, like, I like how you were dead by the third episode. That's yep. hilarious. We're functioning. <laughs> yeah, we just don't remember anything past the third episode. Okay. At one point, hentai got put into the Blu-ray player. It did. How it do we did. know? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I about that. Yeah, group watch together, boys. Let's go. I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> All right, but I'm, we're doing the same drinking game. That's fine. We need to at least finish more than three episodes of Monster Musume. At least I'll sh- I should be pretty drunk by that point. Better we can just watch Idol Jihan. Oh no, never. Idol Jihan. I'm not familiar with that. It's a meme between us. It's a yeah. idol anime where it's like post-apocalyptic and like the diet of Japan are all idols. What? Yeah. Idols must save Japan. So yeah. they eat? It's No, the diet as in like the legislative body. It's called the diet. Oh, like okay. The oh. okay. That makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that. what? No, they're government. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up just the synopsis real quick. Yeah, like all the political parties are different, like idol groups, pretty much. That's kind of funny. It is, <laughs> it's only like a five on now. We've never watched That's, it. It's always just the joke because I'm like five, the idol fan. Five point seven on five point six six on mail. Here's oh, the man. synopsis for you, Noah. I do need to watch it at some point, though. We're going to be drunk because it's Studio Mappa. Oh, it is Mappa. Oh my god. Yeah, it's Mappa and Voln. God. Yeah. Increasing income divide, creeping environmental pollution, unsolvable water issues, childcare waiting lists being discussed without those concerned, repeated corruption. The government, smeared by, smeared by vested interests, can't do a thing against the many problems and sources of discontent. In this situation, with Japan cornered with no way out, 
that idols rise up to save the day. <laughs> the heroine party, sunlight party, starlight party, be shoujo party, wakapa party, subculture new party, and SOS party. From these seven idol political parties, the idols who have become national diet members and representatives of each prefecture will smash through the sense of stagnation covering Japan using the power of song and dance. They'll bring back the smiling faces of the people and wrap Japan in a glittering aura. Sick. All right, let's unpack that. <laughs> so I mean, I can, the I setting can is, a po is like somewhat post-apocalyptic. Here, I can sum this up in one sentence while using the same studio as a base. Okay, I'm intrigued. This is Zombieland Saga, except it's awful and through all of Japan and not just Saga. Okay. And not who zombies. Thought it would, who thought it would be a good idea to try to turn politics into something mildly interesting. Politics can be interesting. I've done it. There's Long like, Horizon. There's that time yeah. I got reincarnated as a slime. There's those aren't how like I built modern, all the realist. Those aren't modern parliamentary politics. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's like that's like political intrigue. That's like the entire point of like half of Gundam. Yeah. So you I mean, can make politics interesting, but you I don't know that you can make parliament interesting. You can make it interesting if you have a bunch of cute girls singing and dancing. Yeah, I'm not only has a five point six, but hey, yeah, it was your best shot. In order to have that bad of a score on Mal, it's got to be boring and bad. Yeah, it's probably just boring as fuck. Yeah, the songs probably aren't very good. Oh the yeah, girls Maybe. look moderately cute, uninspired. But we'll watch that, but I'm gonna, either. I, I'm gonna have to be toasted. Like I'm gonna have to be so drunk off my ass that I'm not gonna remember it. There's a lot of stuff that we have to be that drunk for, including igloo. We still haven't watched Igloo. We still haven't oh, watched Igloo. Yeah. We've been waiting, like, what, four years for that? <laughs> yeah. Every time we're like, we're gonna get drunk this weekend and watch I think, Igloo. I we get last drunk, time. then we watch something we else. We saw the first part of Igloo when we were still in college. Yeah. We were, like, juniors in college, I think. Or something. You guys were, you guys were seniors, because I oh, wasn't yeah, we there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I would've. I wasn't there either. I went home to work that weekend. True. Wait, did Kevin just watch it alone? No, no he David watched was it with him. David oh, David was with him? And Jake. Okay. And, uh, final two shows for my everlastingly long... Didn't you already say the last two? I, I said the last two that I was currently watching. Oh, there's... I still have two shows to add to my list. Uh... Hey, you're adding at least one of them to your list. Oh, okay, what is Actually, it? Actually, you're, you're adding both of them to your list, you said. Because you said you were adding Jahi-sama to your list. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Jahi. That starts Sunday, or Saturday evening, but Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, we get Magia Record Season 2! Oh yeah, I'm watching that too. I forgot that yeah. that was this season. Yep. I still need to watch Madoka. <laughs> Wait, the original? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you're missing out. It's really good. It's It lives up to the hype, in my opinion. Is this on Netflix? Or on something? What's it on? Yeah. It's on everything. It should be on everything. Okay. Is that... if you want to check Crunchyroll quick. What? Yeah, Crunchyroll still has the original oh, and the first Magia record. Okay. So, does Crunchyroll know... have season two? Funimation gets it first. Funimation gets it first? Okay. That's Funimation gets it two weeks early. Early. Okay. early. Madoka. I'll put up with Funimation's worst video player for one week early. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter when you Chromecast it. Like I do with all of my anime. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Anyway, so that was the last two shows on Ryan's list. So that's everything all of us are watching or will be watching this season. How about we, uh, we talk about our, our waifu of the week? Yeah, let's actually have a proper discussion about our waifu for the first time ever. <laughs> we, we cracked jokes in the pilot about Asuka, but we didn't really do a full discussion on her. And we mentioned Toru Honda in complete passing as a hindsight thing, because we completely forgot about it. And we were pushing a lot longer than we usually do for recording in episode two, covering the spring shows. Yeah. But yeah, so... 
Yes, this uh, this episode's waifu is Katarina Kleiss? Kleiss? Kleiss. Kleiss, the main character of Villainous. What's the full name of that? Uh, My Next Life is a Villainous, All Routes Lead to Doom X is the title of the second season. For season two, yeah. Or uh, Otome Game for short. Without without spoiling season two for me, let's see. She's easily actually one of like my favorite like harem protagonists. Yeah. Oh, definitely. She's just so like charismatic. It's great. Yeah. She's and like, simultaneously like charismatic while also being insanely dense. It's yes. hilarious. And yeah, it's it's a really good dichotomy. And yeah, like I said earlier, like she's so dumb. She's smart sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't think about something. And because she doesn't overthink it or even think about it at all, she makes the correct decision that nobody else would have. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's a, it's overall like it's overall a really good show, good supporting cast. But Katarina really makes that show work. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. And you can't forget about the inner council. Yes, of I was just about mind. to Her inner oh. dialogue is so good. It's oh, so good. it's so good. It's really cute, but it's also just so funny. Yeah. Her inner dialogue in season two has evolved so much from yeah. season one oh, just boy. because they're not trying to figure out, hey, how are we going to stay alive and not exiled? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Like, they, they went from being the stuffed dirt polit- politically people to one of them is playing a video game and the other is eating a bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. Now they're just mm. chilling. Because they're so relaxed. Yeah, it's good. That's hilarious. Yeah, every time a customer did an inner dialogue, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, nice. I'm like, we always get a good scene out of it, no matter what the situation is. And they've got great one-liners and good quips at each other. And they have fun insights. Yeah, it's good. I also really like how this is a really well done... I don't know if there's any other harems that have done it, or done it. How it's like, she has a harem of women and men Very, many, like, yeah it's like good too they don't like, like they do it without just like a weird one-off like girl is in the harem or a guy is in the harem too but like her hair is split between men and women and it's done pretty good yeah i like, don't think i can think of another bisexual harem uh, i don't think it's really out there no yeah but i was explaining the show to my girlfriend and she's so What's it about? And I'm like, my my fun title for this show is usually something along the lines of my discombobulated, extremely attractive bisexual harem. <laughs> because that sums up the entire show in eight words or less. Pretty much. That is pretty damn accurate. <laughs> oh, man. Now I feel like I, I should rewatch season one before before going on to season two. Yeah. Zero to a game was definitely like a treat that I wasn't expecting. Like I wasn't expecting it to be. Like... I was not expecting it to be as good as it was mm-hmm. in season one, and it gave us a really good show to eye ending. Mm-hmm. Like bad end was great, and give me heart me this season. Also another show to eye song. Not nearly as good as bad end, but still a really solid ending. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. The new opening I like a lot more than the first seasons. Yeah, that's personally. Good. It's unique. It's fun. Yeah. With that, I think it's time to wrap up this episode so I can go watch Villainous. Sounds good to me. I got stuff I have to catch up on, too, because I am behind on my stuff, which is rare for me to be. That's, yeah. that's surprising that you don't usually get behind because you watch the most. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm usually at most behind a couple of days, which is all I'm still behind. Like, I'm still on all of like, i'm not a week behind on anything yet i don't have two episodes of anything to watch yet yeah it's all just single episode but this has been weaves without waifus if you want to reach us at anywhere you can find us on twitter at weebs no waifus on twitter or you can email us at weebs without waifus at gmail.com thanks see you next time